Wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up! Up you wake, up you wake, up you wake, up you wake! Welcome, my name is Joshua Carr, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to the Just Carr Podcast. This is a place for honesty, openness, information, and real life. I'm sharing my thoughts with you, raw and unfiltered, in the hopes that you walk away with a lesson or at least a laugh. We'll be talking about mindset, culture, current events, friendship, finance, and more. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Got it? We in here, baby. Welcome. Dun, da, da, da. Dun, da, da, da. I, I really need some dun da, 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 Um, Welcome to the Just Car Podcast. I am... I'm really, I'm really getting the swing of this thing now. I'm, I'm getting guests in here. I'm putting up regular episodes. It's pretty exciting. Um, and the cool thing is, is that, and we, I kind of mentioned it. The, I guess the podcast you would have heard before this was Jared's, um, but it's not actually out right now. We're recording, nonetheless. As I proceed through my, my podcast, uh, and when I have guests, they are people that I like. I know less and less because obviously. The first, like, you know, whatever, the first features are, like, my best friends. But now I'm getting out, like, starting to branch out, starting to talk to people I kind of don't know and that aren't in, my, um, aren't in my immediate sphere. So since I'm saying that, you heard some dun da 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 at the beginning. Um, I have Maddie Jelinski with me today, and we're going to be just talking about a lot of really cool stuff. She is into a lot of really cool stuff, so I won't spoil it. Um, I won't spoil it, but we'll, we'll get into it, obviously. So... Uh, Maddie, say what's up to the people. Tell them how you're feeling. What's up, people? I'm Maddie, 23. Um, I love color. I love fashion. I love design. I love art. Um, I'm happy to be here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was that terrible? <laughs> no, it was great. That was, that was perfect. I usually have to prompt people, but you were like ready to go. Um, yeah. Uh, I. So just for like a little bit of background, I've known about um, Maddie and her sister Macy for uh, pretty much since I moved to LA they're both extremely talented in a lot of different ways at the time that I met them they were um, they were dancing and, and kicking everybody's ass so um, <laughs> you guys were kicking ass so and now uh, it's been like some obviously some time I'm not so much in that um, in that industry as much and I know you're not so much really in that industry yeah. even at all right I've been in it for like probably like two and a half years which is really crazy but my life just moved into completely different things so mm. once a dancer always an answer it will always be a part of me but I have no interest really anymore in pursuing that as a career mm. that's yeah. yes. I love it <laughs> I think that's a good I think that's a really good place to be and uh I also really believe that there's probably more of us out here than than like than we recognize I think there's a lot of people who and in general in life but especially like in this industry and in this actual location and this environment a lot of people are trying to really fit into um what's the expression like a like a circle peg and like a square hole you know yeah I was um, my Instagram captions one time <laughs> <laughs> so you totally get it like at a certain point you have to like you have to move you have to move forward so that's really great and again um I came, I just kind of, you know, I would cross paths with you. I was seeing Macy a lot more because she was, you know, dancing. So I was at um, our space and doing like sessions and those kind of things. Um, and then I just kind of started seeing like little things pop up and like little little blurbs and little fashion things. And, um, and we're going to talk about all of that. We're definitely going to, we're definitely going to dig into all that. And so I was just like, I need to figure out a way to, to like, really i'm gonna be i'm gonna keep it a band um again i was telling you before the call i just think people who are really really cool um i'm a very okay with just like saying that and then b i'm just like i just your energy and like the way that the way that you approach things and i mean just from like even the outside and so i bet by the end of this call i'm gonna feel even more this way um but i think that you're that you have like the right energy and the right mentality to like whatever making it would be like whatever your aspiration is I'm very very convinced that you're gonna get there and I'm happy that maybe I had you on the podcast before and then when you get like super famous I'm like yeah she was on my podcast bitch. we'll be at the top together whatever the top is oh no doubt we'll I'm like, see this is why <laughs> this is <laughs> it's gonna be good um so let's 
maybe we work like backwards back to like front um because yeah i don't really know anything um too much about you so what was it like growing up what was it like you know um kid maddie and was like you know fashion and color and design always like present in your life or yeah well i mean kid maddie so i i definitely i grew up my whole life a dancer that's why i moved to la uh I, I spent my whole life dedicated to that, but obviously had other things I was interested on the side or interested in on the side. Mm-hmm. And, um, fashion was always one of those things. I was I went to private schools till I went to private school my whole life, but up until eighth grade, I had a uniform that I would wear, and I remember vividly being in like first or second grade. The night before school, every night I would lay out my uniform. I would have my matching socks, my matching shoes, my matching scrunchie. I had everything like perfectly planned out because I just loved like coordination and I loved like, I don't know, I just, I loved doing that. And then on top of that, I had a mom who literally turned our toy room into a closet, like a walk-in closet one day. So I was just like, I was always around all these amazing clothes and we would, she would let us skip school to go have shopping days in LA like clothes are just always (laughs) it's always just been something that's been a really big part of my life but also sorry word vomit (laughs) no get into it that's what we're here for (laughs) (laughs) Um, just being a twin too I so Macy and I looked more like growing up than we do now and um my mom dressed us for a while until we were able to dress ourselves but she always would buy the same outfit in two different Mm -hmm. colors she was purple I was pink so I grew up my whole life in a uniform, in dance clothes, mm. or in like an outfit that matched Macy's. So my identity was always kind of tied to one of those three things. Yeah. And then as soon as I hit like eighth grade, high school maybe, and I really started, I didn't have to wear a uniform anymore. That's when I started loving dressing up and putting outfits on because that was my like, that was my individual mm-hmm. identity completely. And I really got to explore that. And, um, yeah, I just, it's it's just, for me, like, my my body is literally my canvas, and every yeah. day I wake up, and I'm like, how do I feel today? What emotion am I feeling? Like, yeah. what color can I wear to kind of, uh, to kind of, like, show that I'm feeling this way? Mm. So, yeah. Sheesh. Um, <laughs> my, uh, I had a podcast with my homeboy, Jason, who is really also into um into fashion and he's really he really puts together like outfits and things i know you're like really on the design side as well um but i'm not so like i i like to look nice but i'm not so much into fashion and so a lot of the things that you just said there actually made me think about some things that he he had expressed too just like how do i feel today and how do i like how do i like show that or how do i like express that um, I think that's really interesting because that's not, um, I really like hoodies. If I have like a hoodie, I can put it on. I'm happy for the most part. So uh, yeah, I'm, too. I'm like, I love, I love looking at like luxury fashion, but at the end of the day, like I'm a dancer. I like to be mm-hmm. in pants and like baggy shirts. So that will <laughs> always be what I kind of gravitate towards. So you were saying that, um, that you had the, the dance outfits, you had the school outfits, and then you were always matching, um, always matching Macy, right? Mm-hmm. So once you got to um, eighth, ninth grade, you started kind of dressing yourself and you started, you know, you're like, this is my canvas. So I'm wondering what your initial choices were. What were things that you chose to like set yourself apart? What patterns were you into? Or like, was it that deep? Or were you just like, I just want to wear something that my mom didn't pick? I think in high school, I was more like, I definitely, I would like, I wanted to look cute. So my fashion choices in high school were different than my fashion choices now. Mm-hmm. But one thing I do remember from high school specifically um, that I've kind of carried into my life now is I loved like wearing headbands around my head. That was like my thing. <laughs> it's not even like, now I like bandanas. Like I've always like have something, having something on my head, mm-hmm. but I just remember wearing like, I would wear like beads around my head or like a headband. Come on. I feel like kind of hippie, but that was that was one thing that I love to do. That's one thing I can specifically remember. But I look back at high school photos now, and I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> like, thank God I have. What was I wearing? What was yeah. I doing? What but were my choices? Time, like, at the time, it was cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, for sure. At the time, I thought I was fly. I thought I was like fly, fly. But um, I guess, yeah, I, I feel like it happens 
a lot, I mean, for me at least, like I'll go through like a period in my life and I'll look back on like choices in general, but especially like things that I was like wearing. I look back on like college and the, the, <laughs> the outfits that I put together in college and the things that I was wearing. And I'm really surprised that I put that on and walked out of the house and allowed other people to see me <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I feel that for sure. I feel like, I hope I don't look back like five years from now <laughs> and say the same thing, but that's life. That's evolution. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like, I mean, it seems like you have like a really good, like you have like a really good understanding of how you want to like express yourself and like how, how you want to like be seen. So um, I, yeah, hopefully you don't have to deal with that, but you seem like you, you kind of have it together. So yeah. Um, I that, oh, sorry. I no, please. No, I'm not important. You're the, you're the <laughs> guest. <laughs> no, I, just, I mean, I don't know if everyone feels like this, but I feel like the older I get and the more I understand who I am as a human, it, it does make it easier to, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh my God. Talking about, um, I said, I feel like you're in a good place because you know what you, how you want to express yourself. Yeah, and th well, that's what I'm saying. I think mentally, I'm I'm just in I am in a good place, so it mm. is easy to decide how I want to express myself and feel confident in that. For sure. Yeah. So, um, so we're working through the timeline. We're at a good place. So we're you just hit you just hit the point where maybe you're making your own decisions. You go through high school, and you do that. Is that when you move to LA right after high school? Um. So I actually I started coming to LA and taking dance classes when I was like 16. Okay. Um, my junior year, I was only, I was half online, half on campus. So I was going to school either two days a week or three days a week. Mm -hmm. I wasn't there. I was here in LA dancing. And then nice. senior year, I was all online because I wanted to be here. So mm -hmm. I would do my homework on the weekends and then I'd come to LA and take classes. And then when I was 18, this, or this, a couple months before I was about to graduate from high school, I booked my first tour with Macy. Mm -hmm. So I was already like in LA before right. high school <laughs> was even like finished. Um, uh, two, two points just for the people. Where are you from from? I'm from Orange County, California. Okay, for sure, for sure. I so yeah, just kind of like down the street. Well, not down the street, but I'm from North Carolina. So it's not, <laughs> I wasn't just coming across to take class. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then the second um is just you know who was uh who was the first tour um it was for it was called the pop nation tour nice and it was a group of a bunch of different um like teenage artists mm -hmm. and my sister and i danced for this kid named dylan murray mm. murray dylan murray not dylan, <laughs> murray, dylan murray. yeah it was cool we we just traveled within um within the states and i think maybe we were gone for like a month and yeah. we would we were in sprinters and we just traveled it was really mm. fun it was cool it was a good experience um and i know we're talking about like other like other things but what was that like i know you said it's like a cool experience but what was like the what was like the mentality kind of kind of going and doing like that first step because it sounds like that's like a good first what's the word like exposure to like tour to like tour life or um but I mean maybe you were like commuting and stuff did you feel like you were ready at the time I mean you weren't even done with high school yet um I I did I, well at that point I just in that time of my life being a tour dancer was all I wanted right and at the time actually I was um I was still commuting but I was working at forever 21 at this mall in Orange County and I remember getting the email that I booked that tour and I literally walked in from my lunch break at work and I was like I'm quitting like I'm leaving <laughs> I just booked my first tour so I'm out yes. like I was, yeah I was like okay I, I thought my life was like made I thought I, everything from there was gonna be like <laughs> easy, easy as fine but yeah then life happens right um I was, I was super ready and I was excited and I was doing it with my sister so it's like I wasn't scared I knew I had her yeah and yeah I was just ready to be a part of like the dance industry that's fucking awesome man um and then just for just for like my brain how many tours have you done was that just your first one no. i did that one and then i or i also toured with tanache and then we toured with maroon five for a little bit so i guess technically like two that's yeah. 
freaking um yeah that was it's something i i haven't done when i moved here i thought that's like what i was interested in um in like tour and like in that kind of stuff i just i'm I really very quickly was over the competition and like over like the energy. So I was like, I'll go a different way. But um, I have a lot of respect for people who go on tour. I have a lot of friends who do. And from the outside, it looks, I always feel like it looks really glamorous, but you're really like on the road. You're always like on the move. And like, you may have like some time, but like the majority of it is like you like preparing for shows and like, you never know what the artist is going to be like. It's exhausting for sure. And I mean, for we can get into this now or after, but towards the end, like I, I ended up quitting my second tour job because mm. I was like, this life is not for me. Like this mm. is not fulfilling me as an artist. I have gotcha. so much that I want to say and express, but right now I'm, this might sound bad, but like my job is to further someone else's career. And I didn't like that at all. Come on. Um, like this is, it's a, it's a cute paycheck and I'm getting to see the world. But at the end of the day, like, those are materialistic things. Like those don't really matter, you know. So, sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, yo, I, I really, I, just like a tangent, but on that kind of point, I had a conversation with my mom recently. Last time I was home, and so I moved out to dance, and then, but recently I've been doing like obviously like a lot of producing, and I'm doing like some consulting stuff on the side, and all these other things. I'm really trying to like build business. And um, I had to really explain to my mom this whole concept of uh, that, like, at the end of the day, exactly is what you said is like, I'm making money for someone else. And it doesn't, it doesn't really like give me any access to anything greater. Like, I was, um, we performed on Ellen in my first whatever couple of months I was out here. I did some stuff with David Moore, which was freaking sick. Yeah, it was great. Um, and my mom likes to talk about that a lot, like as like a as like a like a reference point of like, oh, you can do it. And I'm like, mom, like I love the fact that you're so excited, but I did the show. I couldn't get you a ticket to the show. It's not like you were in the audience. It's like it's not like we won off of it. And the area I'm trying to go in, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to be like the like the executive producer for the show. And then you can, fl- and then you can see as many Ellen's as you, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, totally. Um, totally. Uh, so I, I really, really relate. Yeah. Some people like that life is for them and they love that and they live for it and like all power to them. Mm-hmm. But you know, for people like us, just not, not a complete. There has to be more. Yes. Yes. Oh, come on. Yes. All right. So we, um, you went, you did your tours and, does so whenever you decided okay i'm done with this second tour i'm ready to go was that your transition into like the design and fashion did it happen that early um kind of okay. so i i had quit the tour and <laughs> this at this same time i kind of started like we talked before this a little bit but this is when my like kind of spiritual awakening mm-hmm. was happening and i was really discovering who i was as a person what i wanted how i felt about the things or things in the world yeah and um, I was in this weird kind of like limbo, um, kind of just like floating around LA for a couple of months. And I was still taking dance jobs here and there. I was doing like music videos and random things. And I remember getting booked for this music video as an extra, like a dancer. And uh, I was the first one on set that day. And I went into the, the wardrobe trailer and I was the first one there. I had a giant suitcase full of clothes because they told us to bring just yeah. like so I was like sitting there, had my suitcase open and someone comes into the trailer and they're like, oh, are you the stylist? And I was like, no, but cool. Like <laughs> I'm giving you that vibe. Cool. Um, so that happened. And then that day I was on set. It was like a long ass day. And um, they'd be keeping I, you. You what? They'd be keeping you on set. No, oh, I get yes. <laughs> it was so long. We sat for like eight hours before we did anything. But I was so, this was the first time in my life I was really sensitive to other people's energies. And I just like wasn't clicking with mm. any of the extra there. It just wasn't happening. Not that like I didn't like them and they didn't like me, but there was just something missing. Yeah. Um, so I was like sitting with my own thoughts and I started thinking about the con- or that comment the person made earlier about being stylist. So I walked over to the stylist and I was just like, hey, like, uh, like what do you like like I just started kind of asking her questions about what she does mm-hmm. uh, told her I had always kind of been into fashion and we got along super well we ended up exchanging info and um I basically told her I was like well if you ever need help or know Come on. that needs help 
like hit me up. So that happened. We exchanged information. Uh, nothing happened for like two months. And then one day I randomly get a text. I remember where I was. I was in a shell parking lot <laughs> getting gas. And um, I get this text from this girl and she's like, hey, um, my name's Lisa. I'm Diane Garcia's assistant. She's looking to hire an intern. I was referred to you by, or I was re referred to you from Alana. Like, what's your availability? And um, I hadn't really known a lot about styling and fashion at the time. Mm -hmm. So I look, obviously, first thing I did was I looked at Diane Garcia. And this girl is the freaking in house stylist for Top Dog Entertainment. So, like, Kendrick Lamar, SZA, J Rock, those are the people that she's dressing. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> I know nothing about this. Like, this should not be an opportunity that's being handed to me. Mm. But I texted her back right away. And uh, luckily, I had had, like, money saved from tour. So I was okay to, like, kind of just put all my time into an intern gig. Mm -hmm. And I did. I, I entered there literally, like, nine days out of the week, even though there's not nine days. <laughs> 32 hours of the day. even Or hours of the day. Yeah, even though there's not yeah. that many hours. I just <laughs> Like, I, I loved it, and I really, I wanted to learn the ins and outs of that mm. whole side of fashion, so I gave it my freaking all, and because of her, the, um, Diane's clientele, she had just access to literally every single piece of clothing from every designer, so I was just exposed to this entire library of fashion that I had no clue existed, Man. and um, yeah, I fell in love with looking at these works of art and then again found myself having the same thoughts of I'm working to further someone else's career I need to take this to the next step come on and then, and then there's another chapter after that <laughs> <laughs> but that's the intro into like that got me into fashion like I Jeez. that that music video to that text was like the moment that my transfer happened man um I just I just want to highlight a couple of things that I that I heard there that I just also just for your own brain. Sometimes we say things and we don't understand how great we are. So I'm going to I'm going to let you know how great you are. And this is also for the listeners. Guys, you got to listen. She just gave you she gave you the keys. I'm going to tell you why she gave you the keys. The first thing is, is you is you trusted your intuition. OK, actually, no, fuck all of that. Before you even got there and you were, and you were talking about the energy, she was the first person there. Guys, prepared. If you're not right? it's early, you're late. You late. You're <laughs> late. That's another reason why I like being in charge. So I don't have to be on anybody else's time. I can be on my own time. And like, Cause I just don't be in a rush. But listen, guys, she was there early. Okay. She then we're gonna talk about how she trusted her intuition. She got a sign from the universe. Hey, are you the stylist? And she said, Ooh, <laughs> hmm, I'm not, but maybe I could be, right? And then from there. Again, you said, I'm in a space, and this is a, like, you started feeling other people's energy, and you realized something didn't click. A lot of people would have stopped there. A lot of people would have went on and tweeted something negative, or would have, like, went and put an Instagram story talking about how long they're going to be on set. Uh, hate it. Eight hours. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm t come on. Like, we know, we know what the world is, right? So you trusted your intuition, and then you went and you created an opportunity for yourself. You said, well, let me just talk to the stylist. And then you didn't only talk to her, you added value to your conversation by saying, hey, if you need anything, or if you need, know anybody needs anything, let's bust it, like, let's do it. And then you got the referral, you were already saving, and then you just ran into it. And then you, 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 put, the, you put the icing on the cake when you said, damn it, I'm making somebody else rich, now it's time for another flip. Good God, guys. <laughs> I just need you to know that's how awesome you are. Like that is how amazing that you, like. Mm. Oh, I wish I could give you a hug right now. That's nice. <laughs> well, I mean, you. I mean, again, like I like I said, I I think that you're really really cool, and from the outside, it seemed like you were doing really cool things. And a lot of the content that I see post that you post is artistic, or it's family stuff, or it's you working. I don't see a lot of bullshit. And I, and I think that there's a lot of value in not putting out bullshit as well. You know, um, there has to be a, like, there has to be a little bit of, like, a little bit of balance. So just you saying all those things really, again, like I said, at the end of this, at the end of this, I'm probably going to be even a bigger fan. And I am. <laughs> Having this conversation, I'm like, oh my God, let's hang out. Yes. Yeah, like, we, yeah, we need to, we need to link up because it seems like, it seems like you're on it. And again, 
if nobody's telling you, like if you've told this story and nobody told you how awesome it is that you put yourself out there, because a stylist could have been like, fuck you, bro. Like, yeah. you know, um, but again, your energy was in a good place. Your intention was clear. You like really were open to the experience and it manifested into a really amazing opportunity. And I'm really happy that it worked out for you and that you didn't say no to Diane Garcia because it sounds like <laughs> that was like the <laughs> catapult. No, thank you. I appreciate that. that no was doubt. Very fun time. <laughs> so yes. Okay. So let's just keep flipping because I'm, I'm liking it. So we just, so you just got, you just working with Diane Garcia. You're seeing a bunch of shit that you've never seen before. You're like being exposed to this different art world. Um, and then you, and then you realize again, wait, (laughs) I'm doing this all for somebody else and maybe I could do this for myself. So where did that kind of come from? Where did that kind of start? Um, so that happened again, was in this weird kind of limbo floating around. I had more clarity this time though. I was like, okay, fashion, like this is what I'm, so had a, had some more money saved, let myself kind of like, I didn't put pressure on myself to like. I don't know. I like to move. I don't like to move just to like do things. Like I, I try to be smart with my finances and stuff. So I just, I hope for the best, but expect the worst always. Come on. My thing. Yeah. So floated for a while. Um, I think I was just, Oh my God. What did that part of my life is like a blur a little bit. (laughs) All I know where I can remember ending up is, uh, my boyfriend at the time I went to his boss's office with him. Um, he was like picking something up. I don't even remember. But uh, I had known his boss. And he is a very well connected dude. He has he kind of just has a lot of different things going on. And we were having a conversation um, when we were at his office. And he was talking about how he wanted to start a fashion line. And I was like, Oh, my God. And uh, another opportunity. I was <laughs> I want to design like, I was like, let me get involved in some way. And he basically was just like, okay, uh, put together, like, he basically told me to put together, like, a small collection to present to him, like, to draw out, to sketch out gotcha, a collection. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. To present to him. And so that happened, and my first initial thoughts were like, oh, my God, I've never done this before. What am I doing? But um, I took it very seriously, because that's one step closer to where I want to be in life. 100%. And that's all, I'll find a way. So um ended up sketching like maybe like 15 pieces mm. or something. And were and, you, I'm sorry, I'm so rude. Were you sketching already like prior to this or was this like your first like exposure in that way? Or you probably doing it with Diane Garcia, right? Like getting like some sketching experience and that kind of stuff? Um, no, I wasn't, but I've always been a drawer and gotcha. I've always just been kind of artistic in that way. So like, and I, and I had ideas kind of built in my head already. So it was right. very just kind of put that on paper gotcha. um, but this was all very new it, was, it just another life gave me this opportunity and I was like this is clearly I have something to learn from this experience so I'm just gonna like give it my all for sure um, but I put together this small collection presented it to this guy Crazy. he was like you're hired and uh, we started talking more and more and he had started asking me about pattern making and all these things and I was like I don't know any of that so I spent like two weeks locked in my room with a notebook, searched the ins and outs of Google, did all the studying on my own, and basically taught myself how to make patterns. I didn't know a lot though. Um, and at the time, like he was making deals with me. He was like, he was promising this, mu- or he was promising me this much money. Yeah. Like um, I was going to manufacturing building or factories downtown, like having meetings with people, talking about what the brand was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then the, and then things started getting a little sketchy. I'm not going to mm. say his name because if someone hears this, I don't, I don't For know. For sure. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> things started getting kind of sketchy and I was like, okay, like I was sad, but I was also a little bit relieved because I was like, this maybe was, I took on way more than I could handle. Yeah. And um, then my life kind of like fell apart essentially. <laughs> <laughs> like that opportunity slipped through. I was going, I went through a breakup. Yeah. I had some health issues of my own that I was dealing with. And so my every like everything I had kind of built and all the momentum that was leading me somewhere kind of just like Wow. You know, it just kind of mm. it just kind of I don't know. Life got weird for a second. Mm-hmm. And then is this making sense? No, um I I'm 
you're so there, like you're so, you're so locked in and there's people out there listening right now. I know it probably seems like a little convoluted to you, but there are people listening right now that are, that are just, that are riding, riding along. Cause you are, hey. you're right on it. I'm a terrible storyteller. So No, you're a great storyteller, actually. I don't know who lied to you. But. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anyways, I went through a really rough time for like, yeah. I, it took me like a good maybe, this is so bad, but maybe like four or five months to really get back up on my feet. And I just remember being so sad all the time. And one morning I woke up and I was like, I literally, my eyes opened from sleep and Oh, wait, hold on. I'm missing pieces. Ah! During the time, I was also, <laughs> during my sad phase, my, my, my heartbreak phase, I was, mm-hmm. um, I was drawing a lot. I was gotcha. listening to a lot of podcasts. I was getting really in touch with myself. I was having all these cool thoughts. And I was taking those thoughts and I was turning them into, like, imagery through Photoshop or on Procreate. Come on. I had all these cool just, like, visuals built up from what I was feeling. And, um... I woke up one morning randomly and I was like oh my god I can start my own clothing brand like I was gonna do with the last Mm. guy that hired me I can just like buy some t-shirts I could print my graphics on them why don't I do that so that day like I, I had been I had been pre this I had been thinking about like if I were to have a brand one day what would it be called this that so I kind of already had an idea. Literally woke up that morning, decided the name of the brand without putting much thought into it. And um, within like maybe like two weeks or so, started printing my own shirts to sell. Come on. And then at that same time, I was also trying to get into the fashion industry again. So I was on Craigslist one day looking for fashion intern jobs. Found this one with this guy named uh, Daniel Feld downtown went had this uh interview with this guy he hired me so i started interning for him he was building a brand called santorelli and um i was working under him i I would literally just kind of like follow him around and he's 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 an actual designer so like i was i was just a sponge when i was working with him i would watch everything that he did and i tried to i would listen to the language that he used because i wasn't i wasn't like i wasn't going to i FITM in my head was like the school that I could go to to learn design the way I wanted to. So anyways, started interning with this guy. I was working in this building downstairs on the 10th floor. And I I get there for the first day of work, the new office that we're in. And I walk past this fashion school called FCI. And it's a short-term fashion school. And I literally see that school and I'm like, I've never heard of this before. I just got this job. It's on this building next to the school. Let me walk in there and see what this is about. So I walked into the school, got some information. They were like, yo, we actually have an open house next Wednesday. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, they were like, come through, check it out. You get to take a class for free, see if you like it. So basically it was like, well, my all my prayers for schooling have just been answered. Because <laughs> I spent $40,000 on a school, but I can spend like X amount of dollars on three different courses to learn what I need to know and do it quickly. So uh, yeah, basically started going to design school, studied women's design, put together an entire collection. And now we're here pretty much. (laughs) Shit. All right. I'm gonna do it one more time. (laughs) One more time. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why, why you're the shit and why you're still here. (laughs) Again, look, I'm I'm so big on honesty. So the fact that you're like, yeah, I went through a phase where like I just I wasn't like I just I wasn't myself. I wasn't together, but you were still creating in that time. Like yeah. um the entire time I was shooting real talk, like that entire first season, that was me like dealing with the breakup. So I totally get like that need Yo, to like put that this, like I gotta do something with it because yeah. or else I'm gonna sit with it and it's gonna fucking suck. So um I get that and so for you to sit in it and for you to still be like creating and for you to still be doing the things um and then what really got me is you're like well once I decided I was really ready to go and once and once you kind of like and firstly when you saw that when you like what's the expression when you like saw the blood in the water right you said this situation is getting kind of sketchy and so I need like a second and then again when you were ready to get back into it like 
I don't think people really use it. I talk about resources all the time. Like go on Craigslist, like look for like, there's, there's always an in. And a lot of times we really need the in more than we need the opportunity because the opportunity isn't necessarily what we want. Sometimes we think we want that thing, but the the actual, like the abundance that comes along with just making a good choice. So made a good choice, trust your intuition again, of course. Right. And then you end up in a place where now you're like, Oh, I was a sponge. You said language. Oh my God. Let me tell you. (laughs) There's no way, guys, listeners, anyone, there's no way that you're going to be successful in any field. If it's fashion, finance, fitness, um, I'm trying, I was trying to do an F thing, but any, any other field that you have, like, without being able to speak the language, without being able to actually, like, the, the, the actual diction, like, there's so much power in your speech. Yeah. So when you dedicate, like, your, like, when you dedicate your learning, to learning a language and then actually using it, I think it really like creates this compound energy. Um, and then again, obviously you're in environments where now I can hear things and I can interpret what people are talking about. I can follow along with conversations better. So you were teaching yourself the language, you were being a sponge, which guys, if you want to win, you like, you can, you can win just by serving someone else. Like all of this stuff is like you being a service to other people and you taking the opportunity. And then you found the fucking school that was in your budget and that gave you what you needed. And then the last real, the last key. And again, guys, like you can go and get what you need from this world. If you're like, I want to be a director and I know how to, I know lighting, I know whatever I know, like, but I don't know post-production. I don't know how to edit. I don't know after effects. I don't know premiere instead of going and buying those Ben and Jerry Nikes, which I know are fly, invest mm-hmm. in your Premiere Pro, invest. You can get a free trial. You can get a free trial and like see if you really like it. Do that work. And then you can take that $200 and split it over however, however many months it'll take you to have Premiere. Like Premiere is $30 a month. So like $250 can get you Premiere almost for the whole fucking year. Exactly. Like, and win, guys, and win. Take the opportunity and win. So you're a winner, man. <laughs> you just, you're a winner. You, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, man. I just, I love it. I, I, I just think that mm, I like hard work and you're working hard. Okay. So now we're here. Yes. Um, what's the name of, of, of the line that you're working on, by the way? Um, well, so my, that t-shirt line I talked about before, mm-hmm. it was called Esoteric Dry Goods. Um, esoteric actually it means to be understood basically not by the general public so like for like woke people if you will yeah Um, (laughs) so that was the name of the first brand I really just like I I like I connected with that word a lot Mm -hmm. and I was just getting signs from the universe I saw I see the number 222 everywhere I go I'm gonna be that number person but I remember I started seeing it in my life and I started doing research into it and one Mm -hmm. of the first things I read when I was reading up that number it was saying like this is a um, sign to study esoteric I can't even say the word esotericism that word had already been in my head for a brand name and then I saw that I read that and I was like oh my god it's a sign I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. um so that was that but that chapter is closed that was fun I just wanted to do it um so that was like a project that was just mm-hmm. um I have one I have one brand name that I'm almost married to right okay. now. It's called Pariah. Uh, Pariah. It means outcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying it out. I'm not like a hundred percent sure if I like it yet. But it gives you a vibe. It gives you like a certain energy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I I I'm taking my time with really like launching a brand. Right. I'm in no rush to. Um, I don't. I I'm just in no. I'm in no rush to like. I am in a rush to do it because I want to do it, but yeah. I know that it takes time. And also, I think I'm gonna hire someone to help me um, give the brand an identity. So. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You just so again. I, you're so smart. Look, if you don't know something, guys, there's somebody out there who knows it and is going to do a, like an awesome job. And um, E.T., the hip hop preacher, talks about load management. And you're, you're already like the engine for so many things. Like brand identity is maybe not something that you should be focused on, especially if it's going to like deter you from. Guys, don't let what you don't know stop you. Yeah. Either you learn it or you or you got to invest like your time, like your money, or you got to like leverage or barter to get that skill 
close and accessible. There's no excuse. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I'm like, yeah, this is, and this is also speaking to a lot of things I'm thinking about right now. So you're, you're really helping me out. Um, so <laughs> who are some of like your inspirations in fashion or in design or? Oh, man, I got so many. Kid Super is one of them. Um, there's this woman in London. Her name's Natasha Zinko. And I swear to God, this woman, I look at her and I'm like, I, you are me in, <laughs> or no, I will be you in like 10, 15 years. This woman has a brand of her own. She has a little bakery of her own. But I wouldn't, in 10 years, 15 years, I won't have a bakery. Macy is obsessed with baking now. So we're going to do something together. But yeah, her name's Natasha Zinko, Kid Super. Um, who else? Uh, oh my God, so many. Why am I blinking? <laughs> because I put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no. All this pressure. Um, Freaking. Uh, we can move on. You can just feel free to just yell them yeah. out at random intervals whenever yeah. something comes Everybody, to mind. I love if that. Yeah. thinking about it, they'll come. Yeah, spontaneity. Um, so in terms of like your your creative process um, or like, I guess, like a top to bottom design or I guess whatever, whatever your process is, however you define it. Uh, what are like the, 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 the polars of like those things. So like what like brings you the most value um, out of the process or like, what do you connect with the most in terms of the creative process? And then what is like um, maybe the most challenging aspect? What is like the, maybe the most difficult? Well, I'll start with the struggle. I am a perfectionist. I am so OCD and I like, I will try to perfect something to the point of driving me insane. So I think one of my struggles is just knowing when to stop. Um, I think that in life naturally, like the more you do something, the better you're going to get at it, but you're not going to like, you're not going to start at something and perfect it in like a three hour like you know like you gotta you it's repetition so I think for me just being okay with things not being perfect all the time right um, that's it's like perfect trying to make things perfect is like my strong suit and my weakness all at the same Mm. time because I like quality and like I I care about like yeah just good stuff Mm. um inspiration do you ask what my inspiration is or did you ask what yeah, inspiration is good um i also i'm also interested in like what part of the process brings you like the most fulfillment um but i'm also interested in the inspiration too i think the part of the process that brings me the most fulfillment is seeing the final product mm-hmm. the, whole, the whole thing brings me joy but i think like when designing a piece of clothing from pattern to finish it is a lot of work and it's very uh intricate and there's a lot of numbers involved if something's a quarter inch off it can throw off your whole garment so it's Mm. a very just like back and forth process so by the time you get to the end of it you're like oh my god i just made that all on my own how yeah um so yeah that's the most rewarding part the part of the process that i love the most Mm. um in terms of inspiration i just get inspiration from my own my own life and experiences I like to pull from like conversations I have with people or something I saw. I just, I believe art is just telling your, your story through your, your chosen medium, if mm-hmm. you will. So yeah, mm. I don't know. I just, I, I like that. I think that's, that's just the easiest way to stay original is just pull from your own uh, stories. You talking about something now. Are you talking about something now? Come on um damn yeah i i really relate to wanting things to be perfect and uh and i also i like to i like to really be in control of things like i want things to kind of go a certain way like i really like to facilitate you know yo so (laughs) just uh when you were saying that i i feel very similarly that my my strong suit you know one of my strong suits is i i am very like meticulous and i'm very like i'm very detail oriented and i want and i do believe that there's like a like a an effective way to like solve a problem so therefore like almost like a right and wrong way to do things yeah um although i do believe in like obviously iteration and those kind of things uh but yeah no i'm really about like getting it right but then also sometimes just like you said you gotta you gotta know that 
it is a numbers game. It is about repetition. It is about like um, trial and error. I've been reading a lot about trial and error. And the idea is like, you know, you really got to clear things out of your path. You got to know that, okay, this doesn't work for me, or I want more of this thing. And that only way you're going to do that is through repetition, is through like multiple iterations. Man. There's a, I was just reading this book called The Talent Code, and it talks about learning things and what's actually happening in your brain when you learn things. Um, There's this thing called myelin in your brain. And the more you practice something over and over and over again, or even fail at it, the more uh, this myelin wraps, like, I'm going to, I'm going to word it so wrong because I'm not a scientist. You got it. You got it. I just, I don't know. Everyone should read this book because he, the, the author explains it in a way so beautifully that like the more you practice something, just think about these like little like circuits of knowledge being wrapped the more mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. just implements skills. So repetition is. Is important. <laughs> you guys couldn't see it, but we did the French. Um, and just to your, just to your point too, and not to, and this is like not a flex, but just um, for the, for the listeners, what happens is, so in our brain, we have all these, um, we have all these neural connections, right? Um, oh yeah, I was a, I was a psych major. So all this is like right up my alley. No, I probably sound so dumb trying to No, no, you're a hundred percent right. Um, you're a hundred percent right. And the problem with science is, um, I believe if everybody can't understand it, then it's, it's at too high of a level. Like we, everyone should be able to kind of grasp a concept. So The idea is, guys, that you got all these um, all these neural pathways in your head, right? Like all these synapses and dendrites and shit. And so your your brain cells really like almost have little fingers that send electrical impulses in between little spaces in between other little fingers, right? And so the more you practice a skill or the more you activate like a certain like synapse or like a certain like connection, your brain has to continue to almost insulate that thing. You just got to think like we're sending more energy through. But the like creating more insulation like that myelin also allows more information to pass through that at a like a at a higher rate and more effectively. Um, and so it's just it's just like going to the gym. It's like if I go and I lift weights, you know, um, the idea is I'm breaking down my muscles and then I they grow back stronger. So now I'm able to perform at a higher level. Our wow. brain does the exact same thing. That deserves a clap. You explained that so beautifully. <laughs> that was uh, great. No, but you no, but you're 100 percent right. Um, and I think to your point too, there is like especially confident people. We just we sometimes speak things in a way of like, yeah, this is what it is, and because we know that there's like a truth to it, right? Um, but also, I want y'all to know there's science out there. So go and look it up, guys. There's science. Um, so. I guess before I do want to maybe play a game or two, but um, I like that. Firstly, again, you're so cool. I like the fact that you said that um, my sister wants to bake. And so eventually in the future, we're going to like, she'll just be a part of like, so smart group, group economics is, is the, is the key. Um, so in like your, in like your end game and you seem like to be like a very in the moment person so if it's not like super laid out that's fine but um what is like what is like your end game what is like the ultimate goal or like the big dream how does that kind of look at least from where you stand right now i know that's a lot i mean (laughs) there's one thing i know for sure and that is just that i have a brand like i i just want to have it doesn't even have to be a huge brand i just want to have a brand that that gives people another uh, way to express themselves. I want to bring people joy through clothes and I just want to tell my story through clothes. So yeah, I know for sure that um, LA is just so weird because I have been introduced to so many different industries. Like I literally, another thing, I started animating two days ago and I got hired Mm. to animate a music video. So I'm working on that right now. Yeah, I was, I was literally animating before you called me. You're so fucking cool, bro. No, I'm not. I just, I just like, like create, but Mm. I like, I have that now and I'm getting, I'm finding this like new kind of passion for doing that. And I'm working for an artist right now, kind of helping him build his like music. So I just feel like I have my foot, all these like, in all these doors and I know that one day it's all going to make sense and something mm-hmm. some opportunity will be presented to me where I'm able to implement skills from everything I've ever done into Hell that yeah. Um, so yeah yeah I mean you're right I'm a very in the moment person I just want to keep enjoying life and listening to the signs and signals 
and yeah, see where that takes me. <laughs> um, man, uh, yeah, guys, listen to that. Just listen. Um, and I'm 28. I'm a little bit older, but I really, really wish that I had. I'm just now getting to that place in terms of my mentality. If I was there at, you said you're 23. Yeah. Damn. If I was there at 23, you know, I would, I would be, I would be in it, boy. Um, but you're there now. No, for sure, and it still counts. It definitely you still had a counts. whole life to live with this mentality. Come on, see, this is what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> and then also, as you're talking too, you got so many different things. It takes me back to, um, just like your appraisal of the people that you were working with in some way you kind of were saying that each of these people had like a couple different things that they're working on they had like a couple different projects so um i think that you working in that way too is indicative of the fact that you're going in the right direction because you do have to be multifaceted um in order to really or in my opinion i think in order to really be successful um in life but also especially like in business we're talking about like a business a structure is you need to you need to be able to either monopolize a particular sector of the market and then you just and you're and you're really you're running off of that but I think the more successful method is like yeah like maybe you know me and my sister we have a trust and the trust owns you know the brand and the trust owns this bakery thing and the you know I know she does tattoos as well so like the trust all you know helps like support that so I think you're right in line and then also you said you're animating I just got an iPad um I'm just getting into like drawing and sketching i would like to learn animating i'm we'll interested in design we'll, we'll, we'll play around with the program <laughs> man <laughs> i feel like i gotta practice so much you sound like you're like really a pro um no, no but it's like it's it's fun though you just gotta enjoy the process and it's not even about like it's just all exploration you know and it's trial and error so there's nothing mm, to be for sure be scared of it. <laughs> so come so and this is not on my list but since it's coming up coming from someone who has um it seems like a tremendous amount of experience and um at least confidence in like the whole art thing especially when it comes to like drawing and design um what is like your advice for people who are maybe looking at it or maybe interested like where where you think they should like start anywhere literally anywhere <laughs> there, there, I just, there's just no room with art at all and like Man. Anything that you do with a program that I'm using is going to be so different, but it's going to be your own, and it's going to be so cool. And also, Google, YouTube, YouTube University. You can learn anything online. <laughs> so if you have, like, you either talk to someone that does it, and you ask them questions, and you learn, or you just do the research, you know? And then you just express yourself. You tell your story. <laughs> It's so crazy. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why it's crazy. I've been trying to. I'm trying to be cool, but it's so crazy because I get. I told you I got my cards pulled, and um, and some of the feedback I got was that I, and something I know instinctually, but that sometimes deters me from like working in a certain direction is that I really, really want to be understood. Like I really love like the people, and I mean like the people in terms of like the, like obviously people, but I also love yeah. like plants and bugs and like rocks and shit because like it's all the same in terms of like energy right so but i i i very much feel misunderstood a lot of the times and i don't find a lot of people who understand but i just again you're really you're really breaking it down and i know i'm like hyping you up but i'm not i'm not gassing you i really think that you have like the keys you're talking about trusting your intuition like there's no judgment it doesn't matter where it doesn't matter where you start it really like it matters that you start it matters that you're like that you feel expressed and that you understand that what you put out is going to be different and then you said you youtube university come on like (laughs) y'all i'm i'm a big i'm a big believer in investing in your in, in whatever it is so sometimes you might have to buy that course sometimes you might have to like pay to go to like that seminar or like that whatever but youtube instagram like even just going in a tag and find and finding somebody popular and just saying hey like what are your tips or what do you know like yeah. you can win you can win and we can all win. We, we can, can all, all win. We can literally all be doing the same exact thing, but still all win. Like, there's there's room for every single person. Oh my God. <laughs> Just stay authentic. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Maddie, I just... <laughs> 
we both have no one can see but we both have big ass smiles on our faces. super big smile that's why there's so much silence i'm just like geeking out um and i knew it i knew it i knew it i was like i was like we gotta i was like we gotta talk to this young lady she has something going on in her head um okay um and then i guess before and we'll play one game and then we'll go um what or where do you see fashion going or what do you think like the next the next like steps or like the wave is or or if there is one um well i think i just think the way that fashion is i just think fashion is about to change entirely especially because of this whole covid thing with like Mm -hmm. a big part of fashion is traveling and the fashion shows and this and that and this and that Mm -hmm. and i just think everything is becoming so digital and people are starting to get really creative with how they present their product true um i think in terms of trend um Hmm. <laughs> I'm usually <laughs> I I I don't really have any trend forecast for you right now. For sure. I, it's I don't know. It's been this whole thing, it's really hard for me to think about like this whole quarantine has made it really hard for me to imagine what a um what a consumer would actually want to buy right now. Come on. Because I just feel like people suddenly realize, like, how much they, like, people are kind of, like, realizing what they do need and don't need in life. Exactly. So it's just, I don't, you you know what I'm trying to say, kind of? Look, you you know I know what you're trying to say. You're talking about the consumer. You're talking about what's happening in the world. No, 100%. Like, there is a, there is like a shifting from like a very materialistic understanding. And then also just like you're saying, physical access, Um, you know, a lot of people aren't going to be in like stores or aren't going to be engaging with fashion in general, but I think any kind of consumer product. um, Yeah. It's it now is a tough time for entrepreneurs. If, uh, if your, your like exposure is really like um, product based, but I think still to your point, um, this is like also a good time to just to know that and to start and to start looking for things, you know, because it's sometimes it's hard to see things when they're in flux, but because everybody's kind of starting at like this null point, this is a good time for entrepreneurs to study, to study past trends, to study how things have moved, um, and then to start trying to get ahead of the curve. Because um, Robert Kiyosaki likes to say that once it makes news, it's old news. Mm-hmm. So, like you feel me? So, like, we got to try to stay ahead of that. And I think, I think your, I think your point is, is actually pretty astute is it's, it's hard to predict right now. People's values are in different places. Um, and and it's not really in consumables right now. Two things I will say about fashion though, is I do know fast fashion is dying. Like fashion is the second largest polluter in the world. Mm. Just with, just in terms of, yeah, just like making, making clothes. So fast fashion is dying and sustainability is like, the thing like uh, people really love brands that have good like morals and ethics so i just see fashion getting to a place where hopefully one day people are using completely biodegradable fabrics or you know like that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. i think i think we'll see fashion become more eco-friendly i think it's Mm -hmm. been on that route for a while but i think it's just going to keep going in that direction i hope i agree Mm. man you're so so smart um and then yeah no just to your point too like i i follow like a lot of other i follow a lot of different sectors but one of the big things right now is sustainability as people are really slowing down and looking at especially the earth's response to us not being as active um and i mean the earth in terms of the actual like physical environment right um there was a there was a there's a noticeable and clear response to us not actually being as as active and as present. So um, I think a lot of people are thinking about sustainability. I think it's a good point. And I hope that fashion goes in that way too. I think that is gonna open the opportunity. Um, it's gonna open up a lot of space for for new ideas and for new people to kind of make some, make some room. Hmm, man. For sure. You're fucking smart. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> let's, do a, let's do a little this or that and then we will wrap. Um, 
So it's just easy. I'm going to give you a this or a that, and then you just um, you pick one. you played this game before. You're a professional. Um, winter or fall? Wait, one more time. <laughs> winter or fall? Uh, winter. Mm. Uh, frosted flakes or fruit loops? Frosted flakes. Good choice. You look disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was trying to remember what the what the other choice was. In my head, I read I read Apple Jacks and I was like, I don't know. But Frosted Flakes versus Fruit Loops. I, I will give you the flakes. Um <laughs> the beach or like camping in the woods? I'm gonna have to say beach just because I grew up pretty much on a beach. So that's that part of sense. me. <laughs> <laughs> um uh night or day night for sure you just feel like more productive you feel like more alive i just get really creative at night mm. like really really creative all my all my best ideas come to me when i'm laying in bed trying to close my eyes and fall asleep i wake up and i'm like oh my god i have to write this down right now yeah yeah i like i don't know i like night i love day too though i don't know can i say both you can say both there's nothing like a beautiful day <laughs> <laughs> Um, Christmas or Halloween? Christmas. Mm-hmm. Definitely Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good, like family and stuff, like togetherness. Yeah. yeah. Just being cozy, eating a lot of food, yeah. <laughs> cuddling. Favorite top, top three, cozy <laughs> food, cuddles. I'm happy. Shut, shut down the store. Um, okay. Lighter, dark liquor. I don't know if you drink, but we'll see uh dark mm, me too i'm actually well i'm on a cleanse right now but i haven't had well this isn't even that impressive because i haven't had alcohol in like probably like three weeks so that's that pretty impressive I, probably, like, I love wine so like having a glass of wine with dinner like mm-hmm. that's something i would like to do but i haven't had any alcohol and i feel great i feel really great yeah um i'm actually in the i'm in a similar way i don't drink that much in general yeah. um yeah I find that if I, if I buy alcohol for myself, I'll drink it. But if I don't, I usually won't seek it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I love a good mixed drink. Like I was a bartender for a while, like, and like did like some mixology stuff. So just something about like knowing this thing is really like, as my favorite. You got some party tricks. Yeah, I do. I have a, I have a handful of them. I have a like 10% of everything. That's my, my homie used to like to say, you gotta know 10% of everything. Um, <laughs> Okay, well that those are all my those are all my this this is and that. So I'm really bad at that. I don't think I'm You're not bad at that. Either. That's great. Oh thanks. Like, do you feel like you understand me better as a person by the way I answer those questions? Um Yeah. I yeah? do actually. Yeah. Some of this the the night or day gives me a lot of indication. Um because you chose both is important. Uh Christmas for sure. And then that makes sense for winter. Mm-hmm. Um, Frosted Flakes is kind of neutral, but dark. That's, to be that's honest, good... the 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 um or the seasons one kind of messed with me because I'm from California and it's always like beautiful. So ah. so <laughs> so I think I chose winter because it's so different than like mm. the normal. You know, I oh, feel like yeah. winter and summer in LA like it's either cold or it's hot. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, um, that's one of the things I miss the most about North Carolina is. It's seasons. I really miss like thunderstorms and then like the leaves changing and falling and like oh, and like different dynamics. Oh my god, so pretty! I can't wait to go back. I just I'm really excited for some different weather. Um, <laughs> okay, so and then yeah, before we go, um, let the people know where they can find you, where they can find your content, where they can find things that you're working on, and then I'll obviously drop everything in the um, description for the episode as well. Cool. Um, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm not as active or you won't find cool stuff on Twitter. But um, if you want to see what I have to say, you can find me at Maddie Julinski with two eyes on Twitter and just at Maddie Julinski on Instagram. Lit. Um, and I will drop all that in the in the show notes, friends and family. So you don't have to stress. Um, you'll be able to just copy and paste or do whatever it is we have to do in this digital age. <laughs> um yeah thing to the people's it's a really cool thought that I had all the things well I don't know maybe this is more personal for me but with everything happening in the world right now just because your industry may be struggling doesn't mean your craft has to I for like two months 
really felt stumped in design because I was like, no one wants clothes right now. Mm. Like, like the, the industry, like nothing's moving in that industry. Like, what can I do? That's the, the way I was thinking. And then I was like, oh my God, just because the world is at a, that fashion is at a halt doesn't mean that my ideas aren't so good or worthy of being brought to fruition. So don't let that stop you. <laughs> as, as I'm talking about keys, gems, jewels, um, That's why they call me a Julinski. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh man, um, <laughs> guys, um, I'm at some point. I'm really gonna get clap sounds. I should just download a pack and then just uh, yeah, insert. You need like a just like a couple buttons that you can press. You know, that's why I, I really think those things are so cool. Like you know, what's that called? Like a like a like a sample pad, like a MIDI pad yeah. or something. Like a like a. Maybe like I'll invest. Yes, you get it. That is my favorite. That is my favorite out of all those sounds. Um, anyhow, uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Um, I'm going to drop all this information um, so you can follow Maddie so you can see what she's up to. Um, and yeah, again, go back, listen to the episode again. Um, there's a lot of really good value in there. There's a, like, a lot of really good experience and just some like some really important like tips and it's gonna, yeah. If you follow, the, if you follow the, the 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 system and you make it work for you, we're not saying follow all these steps exactly, but there are principles that underlie all these steps that um, that Maddie was talking about. She's taking. So you gotta listen. And just like she said, no matter what your industry is, if it's slow, it's okay. You can still like provide value. You can still um, just like get better. So um, until next time, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. That's the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Just Car podcast. I hope you're walking away with something to chew on, something to think about. If you like what you heard, you can find more episodes of the podcast on my page. And please like, subscribe, share with a friend, comment. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you didn't like. Let me know what you would like to hear me talk more about. If there's something that really connected with you, let's get into it. I would love to be able to support you guys and making sure we're getting the content that you want to have out there. Okay. So in the meantime, stay safe, stay happy. And I hope that you move through your day with abundance and clarity. I'm out of here. Catch you next time.